I'm not the one to sleep with. To eat quick, want a cheap trick? Better go down a freak nick. Freak nick. No. <laughs> he just don't really. He no, don't no, even no. hear it. Literally, you know those. You know those pictures where some people see blue, some people see gold. Yeah, that's what this is. What? Let's play it again. Sleep with to eat quick, want a cheap trick? Better go down a freak nick. Freak Nick. Nigga the niggas. She says Nick. <laughs> better go down a freak Nick. She's saying Nick. What? What? No, you're Bro, you're what fucking, are you hearing? You're fucking. Better go down a freak Nick. Alright. <laughs> better go down a freak Nick. You... Freak Nick. What? No. Oh my God. This is a new motherfucking intro. Someone don't want their voice on the show. So now we have a new motherfucking intro. So sit back and enjoy the fucking show. Welcome to Decoding 40. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is your. Uh, this is your. This is your. <laughs> Beef fry rye. You were. Have you been drinking? No, I had some coffee and I just had a bong hit. So maybe that's could be the reason why I'm a little slow. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's your favorite podcast, and it's your host Vincent Perez this week on Decoding Forty. And I'm joined this week with my two favorite friends. This is your boy L dot O dot AKA Ed Dumani. All right, this is Alaric. What's up? What's up? What's up, fellas? Again, this is Decoding Forty. The fastest podcast hour and some change. And uh, we want to just let you all know that we appreciate that you listen every week and we come out every Friday. Also, make sure that you're hitting up the decoding40pod.com website so you can get all your fresh merch. Every Monday, L drops a new T-shirt. You got to go out there and get your shit, get your T-shirt. The weather's changing. T-shirts are there. You know, when it gets cooler at night, get yourself a hoodie. When you want to wake up in the morning, get yourself a cup so you can have some cups of coffee. You know, just just make it a whole, you know, make make Decoding 40 uh, gear a part of your network. You know, make it a make it just something you wear all the time. <sighs> That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't want to say anything, but I'm like, <laughs> That's a lot. Okay. <laughs> I feel like he was grabbing. He's like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Right. right, like, he's he's like, right around the corner. I'm about to grab it. <laughs> you can use the fire to land the plane. <laughs> use the fire to land the plane, man. Oh, wow. my God. Die Hard 2. Shout out. Anyway, um, <laughs> who wants to go first in this week's check-in? Uh, I'll go first. Okay, um, let's go. So, listen, where should I start? I will start with, oh, obviously, I have to start with the Black Effect Podcast Festival that we went to last week. Yes. And I, I guess I'll frame it in the good, bad, and the ugly. Good was clearly the fact that they were able to put this together. This is the first one um, that they have organized. And it was good just to see a lot of Black people brilliantly shining and doing their thing and coming. And the... Well, this moves into my bad, but while it was good to see so many brown faces, the problem was, I think, when folks like us are going down to network and and to connect and to learn more about the industry, mm -hmm. I don't think we were expecting to get a a show. 
which was basically promoting all of the Black Effect and iHeart podcasts. Is that what it was? That's what it was for the most part. And they did have little booths. One was like Picture Podcast, which I didn't see till the very end. And then there was other little booths that um, people were kind of congregating in. But I was expecting something a little bit more um, focused on making business and doing business. Right. Um, So I think next year, if if they hear this or I'll put it somewhere, I think the feedback is they need to create spaces for people to actually do some networking and, and encourage people to network with brands and companies and one another. And right. Cause the, the problem was with so many people and I'm sure everybody had some form of a podcast or, or a video podcast. It wasn't easily discernible who was there to do business and who was there just to be a fan of the shows. Mm. So with that, it's sort of like, Hey, how you doing? You got a podcast? No, I'm just here to uh, see horrible decisions, which is dope. But then that means I got to go and ask everybody that I come into contact with, right. do you have a podcast? When right. it would be great to know that everybody in a particular space is there to do business and not just uh, be entertained. So with that said, as far as entertainment, horrible decisions, I understand why people go crazy for their live show. They are absolutely entertainers and they gave, I think, the best show of the day. And they had like different couples come, which was crazy. So um, they had this match game where the couple had to ask a couple of questions. One question was, rate the first time we had sex on a scale of one to 10. The numbers never matched. So it was like, and the women always put <laughs> the numbers lower, which was completely disrespectful yeah but and then the men put it higher so i'm i'm assuming that was strategic because if you put it low you're probably not going to have any sex for uh quite a while because she'll be like oh, oh i was a three? Oh, okay okay <laughs> okay all right we'll remember that yeah let's see uh, let's see how high your hand scores <laughs> right, right and the other question was if we were to break up which friend would your spouse most likely sleep with Nah, that's a trap. That's a trap. Don't even answer that question, sir. Don't answer that question. Well, he answered it and he said the twins. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So, yeah, it was it was pretty entertaining Um, from a, a, a viewer. I could not imagine being on stage going through that. And as far as the ugly, which was just, I think, again, growing pains, they didn't have enough food trucks. And I think it would have been great for them to have a whole line of uh, particularly Black-owned food trucks that could have managed that crowd. I mean, you're talking about an hour-plus wait online to eat. Wow. And that's pretty rough. And I don't know. I wound up, The line was so long on the other two trucks, I wound up going to the vegan truck, and somebody has to explain to me why it takes 45 minutes to cook a vegan burger. <laughs> They had to collect all the plants. I mean, literally, they must have been behind the truck pulling up all the uh, the weeds and all the grass, grinding it and making it a, an impossible burger because it was impossible. Matter of fact, the what was the name of the company? Like WTF or something like that, because it literally was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Oh, and- was it was it Wheezy? Was it her no, 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 no. This was oh, um, another company, like Wonderful Something for Real. I don't know. Okay. I don't even want to shout them out because it probably was a bad day, but it just was like, wow. And this is how bad it was. I got a text at about after waiting 30 minutes at the place in the order. 30 minutes passed. I got a text 
saying your order is ready. My order was not ready. My order mm. would not be ready for another 20 minutes. Wow. Mm. And I was like, and then so people were asking me like, what did you order? And at, at, by that time, they only had a cheeseburger or a chili cheeseburger. That's it. Nothing else. No fries, no chips, nothing. So someone, a few people asked me like, do I know what the food tastes like? I was like, no, but I can guarantee I'm not going to like it because it's taking so long to get my food. So ironically, I was starving. So I don't even know what the burger tastes like, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm in the back. I'm in the back of the, literally it's that the, uh, the festival was uh, in a barn. Mm-hmm. I'm in the back of the barn, ch- just scoffing this burger down, looking like, uh, a weird homeless man in the back. <laughs> but, sir, you have to keep moving, sir. You can't stop eating like, here. <sighs> but uh, that was that was the bad, the, the worst part of it all. But um, really, uh, shout out to them who um, put it together. I, I don't know if that location is the greatest because, like I said, it's in a barn that has been redesigned to be a concert hall. But yeah, I, I, I just the only thing I, I think they need to really dedicate some spaces for business to get done, more food trucks. And uh, that was it. That's really my 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 critique. So, so did they have any educational panels? So they had two, actually. The mm-hmm. one was women in podcasting and the other one was uh, podcasting business. It was more, I think, for beginner folks. Right. So. I don't think there was much value for folks like us who've been doing this for three, four years. But if you're just starting out, that was probably a great space for you to be in. And so, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, it should have been maybe they'll do it next year um, where they kind of tier the experience where if you have been running your pod for this long or if you want this type of information, you you should go on this track. If you are a newbie and you need to get set up, you could go on this track. And if you just came to be entertained, go for it but and then you know you can just go to all of the entertainment pieces there should be an app where you come into these spaces and you all you everybody signs into this app and you answer like five to ten questions and based on those questions you get matched up with people who think or who are in the same space as you as far as what you're thinking about so let's say you want to you're looking for a clothing a person to do a clothing partnership and you base you answer these questions on the app, and the app matches people together in, inside the inside the space. This guy, yeah, I was just thinking about that. It would be a dope <laughs> idea because that's what they that's what it was missing at at the podcast festival. Some something like that because you know, like L talked about it earlier. There was really nobody. You have to you have to talk to everybody there to find out who has the podcast. And I I wound up having a conversation with a couple people there, but it just. It was more of a concert, I think, than anything. So, there, so there wasn't really. I mean, I guess there is a room where those conversations are happening, mm-hmm. but it, it it's not open to the the attendees, no. right? Because there's there's a there's a sponsor exactly. Room. There's exactly. a green room. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's a VIP backstage. section, yeah. and I'm sure that there was a lot of business being done in that in that right. part of the. It's weird to say, but that part of the barn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess I guess I was expecting. I like you. Yeah, I wasn't there. But from the description of of what I I thought it was going to be sort of like how you know the Gotham one right exactly you know I thought it was going to yeah. be sort of like that but you know okay I mean I'd, I'd still want to check it out next year hopefully yeah I think they'll get better um, I think even I saw other p- people giving similar feedback so I think hopefully they'll listen to that and um, take that to heart and just integrate that into the next um, next festival 
Um, but I did skip. Um, I told you guys that I'd be flying Frontier Airlines down to Atlanta, and I did. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> if, ironically, the flight was fine. What was funny was Frontier and Spirit fly out of Terminal A in LaGuardia. Are you aware of this? No. No, I've never been to LaGuardia. You've never been to LaGuardia? No, I've never flown out of LaGuardia Airport. That seems odd to me, too, but okay. Yeah. Terminal A is in the way back. <laughs> I've never even seen Terminal A before. You can't see it from <laughs> you cannot the entrance. See it, from the entrance. <laughs> it looks like it's in Long Island. It, <laughs> yo, Terminal A is in Long Island. I've not watched the Mad Men series, Mad Men series um, but I suspect if they had flights and they had a terminal, they they shot uh they were filming it there because wow. it looks like a throwback. Now it looks like it was, it was redone, but the fact that you have to go behind the regular airport <laughs> was hilarious to me. So, but T, to to his credit, the TSA line is relatively short because there's nobody else. It's <laughs> nobody else there. Terminal A, okay. <laughs> Bring out the buses. <laughs> right. Fucking go through a time warp. So got through TSA very quickly. And the funny thing is still I've been programmed in for all these big airports. I'm rushing through because I'm like, I got like 10 or 15 minutes, but I just want to get to the uh, gate. I'm rushing so fast. I walk past the gate because there are like four or five, six, seven, maybe eight gates. And they're all like clustered together. So it, was an interesting experience. So now flying on a uh, budget airline is interesting because as you guys know, they don't allow uh, additional baggage unless you pay for it. And there's no getting around that. And by additional baggage, you mean a backpack? As long as you have one bag, you're fine. If you have two bags, I don't care how small they are. If you can't condense them, they're going to charge you for that other bag. Sir, you got to put that fanny pack. That's the second <laughs> bag, sir. That fanny pack is too big, sir. That's actually a bag, sir. This this brother, this Jamaican brother, as a matter of fact, tried to try. I don't know what he thought he was doing. So he has a, a weekender bag and then he has his roll on bag, a small roll on bag. And she said, did, uh, the the uh, attendant says, um, did you pay for that bag? And he says, yeah. She says, hold on. <laughs> yeah, lie. Yeah, lie. I lie. Turns yeah, to lie. the other attendant, says, look his name up. She looks it up. He hasn't paid for that. Pay for your bag, sir. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I think she caught like two or three people yeah, like that. I'm like, why hard, are you man. lying? Like, you saw the other two people. So people just want to be embarrassed. So they think they're going to mm. get over it. It freaked me out because I only had one bag. And I'm thinking... Mm. Uh, is she going to say my bag is too big? Mm -hmm. um, but she didn't. She just w let me walk right through. But that was fine. Frontier, they got an A-plus on this ride. I'm not going to push my luck much. Maybe one other flight. But as far as I'm concerned, there was a crying baby, but the baby wasn't crying that long, so it was fine. The <laughs> one irritation I did have was the dude next to me. You know I always talk about I don't like fidgety people. Mm -hmm. And this dude, for some reason, kept brushing his elbow against my arm because he kept moving his positioning in the seat. And at first I was like, dog, there's enough room. And I'm like... This woman to my, I, and I had a middle seat, and this woman to my right has not moved once. So one, either she just died in this seat, or two, she understands how to control her body. I want you <laughs> to just wait. Do you're it. in the middle seat, also. Yeah. 
I'm in the middle oh, seat. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Because I played myself. You, you are my fucking flight nightmare. You're having my flight nightmare right now. <laughs> right. If I have to be in the middle seat, just give me. You have to give me at least three or four quaaludes to put me to sleep. You gotta have. I have to be. I have to literally be knocked out. I have. First of all, you have to put up. You gotta give me the CPAP machine. Hook that to my face after you've given me several ludes to go to sleep for the entire flight if I'm in the yeah. middle seat because there's no fucking way. No way. So, yeah. So that's where I was. Got there and it was fine. But let me tell you about Atlanta uh, Hartsfield Airport. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how you run out of rental cars. Oh, yeah. First of all, the line on the rental car was, I think one woman said it was an hour wait. And that was just to get the car. And what really would have pissed me off had I waited on that line, I didn't go to the first line, which was like a two hour wait. Mm. So they would have turned me back and said, you don't have your reservation. You have to go to the to the uh, reservation agent. Mm. So I would have been pissed because I would have waited all that time and realized I have to go back onto another line. Mm. So there's no like, just walk and get your car like Hertz and all this other stuff. They are in the 1920s when it comes to all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fine. I had to actually take a meeting. So I took the meeting and then wound up getting a reservation for, I think it was budget. And the budget didn't have, an, have a line. I find out because they didn't have any cars. So I get on this line. I'm like the third person online. I'm like, oh, man, this is great. Maybe it was just a rush. I mean, maybe early it was a rush. While I'm next in line, I hear the woman say, if you just booked your reservation today, we will not be honoring your reservation. There are no cars. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I walk up to talk to another woman. I'm like, is she serious? Are, y- are y'all really not honoring reservations? She said, well, yeah, um, but if you want to wait, um, it should take about two and a half hours for a car. Mm. No, I'm going to uh, go ahead and take an Uber. <laughs> so then I get in my Uber, African brother, he says he almost got into a fight with some dude who was telling him to move the car. So I'm like, oh, Atlanta is just <laughs> on one right now. So my flight to Atlanta was great. When I get there, that's when all hell broke loose. So then fast forward to Sunday, flying out first class, and it was a beautiful experience. And shout out to Tatiana, who was the uh, flight attendant who uh, made sure that my glass never stayed empty for too long. <laughs> and I was drinking IPAs there. And matter of fact, it was, a, it was two flights. And she was the, the flight attendant for the connecting flight to New York. So I was like, she was like, hey, you're back again. <laughs> like, yes, I am. Wait. Another IPA? Another IPA. So yeah. So this was not Frontier, because I don't think they have Frontier. No, no, no. This was American. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But well, yeah. I, one thing I want to say about the rental cars, it's absolutely imperative that you make a reservation before you fly because no airport has enough cars. They're spread so thin after COVID, they stopped ordering cars and they sold off a bunch of their stock. And then after COVID was over, they're trying to buy up all the cars for their fleets, but there aren't enough cars because of the whole... Um, microchip shit. The production issues? Yeah, yeah. The um, the. Let's just say it's a microchip problem. <laughs> 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 what, uh, microchip. Yes. Well, yeah. Anyway, cars aren't being delivered. Okay. Yeah. Because they're, they're, yeah. None of the manufacturers have enough cars to deliver fleets. Well, so I, they're, they're short. 
I had not, I had never encountered that situation. So yeah. I was laughing with one of the ladies uh, online and she was like, and a Hertz commercial comes on right now. And she was like, she had reserved an SUV and all they had was a charger. And she <laughs> said, all right, I'm going to take this charger, but I'm coming back and you're going to give me an SUV. She was like one step away from, or one level away from going full Sharkeisha on this woman. And I was like, mm, maybe that's the yeah. way to do it. But it was it was no go for me. And I told her, I said, listen, they know how to take the reservation. <laughs> they don't know how to take the reservation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so got back to Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta and it's been fine. It's been a fun week. Um, I'm going to just leave you guys. I, I said that my um, AKA was Ed Dumani because I have been fully locked into Gangs of London. And between that show and me listening to Benny the Butcher all week, pretty sure I'm a gangster. <laughs> I got a, I got a big G on my chest. <laughs> I'm pretty with sure with a gold I link around gangster. it. Hold, hold what episode, uh, Ben? Are you watching? No, I, I haven't uh, downloaded A and E. Okay, mm. there is the scene where Ed is being saved. Yeah, when he lit up his cheeks. Did you see that? Like literally the cheek, the guy's cheeks. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yo, the, 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 the fight scenes, the, the kill, like the, how they come up with new ways to kill people in the show is, I don't know. They they have a crazy imagination. It is. Cause like, I'm surprised you like this show though. Oh yeah. It's not reality. Okay. (laughs) Okay. There's no reality in this at all. Cause this went from a real cool gangster to this seems a little powerish at this point. Well now, now I think it's jumped all the way to John wick. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now it's a cartoon. Now it's John wick. Now. Yeah. This second season was like, Hmm. Okay. (laughs) This like, the airport thing happened. I was just like, yeah, that's not not realistic at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know. So did you finish the second season? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I really want to see or hear your uh, reaction to the season finale. Yeah, I, I'm. I, this show is good. It's good. Um, and I um, I actually got my wife to sit down and watch a little bit of it, mm. and she doesn't like gory stuff. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really like suspenseful stuff. She gets a little scary, but she couldn't move. Yeah. Like she was like, she was hooked on the, on the TV. There was a fight scene with uh, Lolly. Oh my God. That was a great yeah. one. An amazing fight scene. And yeah. she could not, she could not get up. She had to watch the whole thing. Cause she's like, she is badass. You know, what's so funny. My wife sat in, uh, cause I was watching in the living room. She sat and started watching and you know, she's not really watching it. So she's asking me all the questions Yeah, cause she's like bits and pieces here and there yeah um but yeah that oh that uh line is whoo yeah. <laughs> rick flair yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wee baby but uh time. you what i said i'm having a hard time keeping these gators down <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that, that was a heck of a twist but um yeah that's it i'm sure there's some other stuff but uh we'll leave it for next time this is Leon. I'm done speaking, and that's my check-in. Merch drop! You are now listening to Decoding 40. 
What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This has been from Dakota and 40, letting you know about Dakota40pod.com. That's right, Dakota40pod.com. That's our new site that's got all our merch on it. Dakota40pod.com. Dakota40pod.com. What a week. What a week. So the latest news is that my son tested positive for COVID today. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I knew something was up because we, we, you know, we got up at about, well, they were up at like six in the morning, but I got out of bed at like eight o'clock. I got to travel tomorrow. So I'm like, okay, let me make them pancakes today before we go to uh, their Saturday classes. They have drumming and uh, I'm sorry, he has capoeira and my daughter has African dance on Saturday. So we get up, I'm making pancakes and my daughter who who's standing next to me is trying to help and stuff. And I'm like, well, he's usually like right next to her. He wants to help too. So I go in the living room and he's laying down on the couch and I'm like, that's not normal. So I go over and I touch his forehead. He's warm. He's hot. I go get the thermometer, take his temperature, 101. Mm. I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. Got to do the COVID test. Mm. I go and he hates me putting that thing in his nose. Mm -hmm. He hates it. Like he freaks out. Um, but I got him to sit still, took the swabs. I'm like, it's, I'm telling myself like, no, he doesn't have it. He just got a little cold. It was raining yesterday. Maybe he was out in the rain too long, whatever. And sure enough, not even five minutes, it turned positive. On the I'm COVID and I'm here. Yay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so now everybody's got a mask up. It tests everybody in the house. Everybody else is negative. What and was his now reaction to the... Um... That he has COVID? I, I don't yeah. even... He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. I like, seriously, like, he doesn't seem bothered at all. Wow. He's just he's just on the couch. You know, I gave him some Advil to get the fever down. And uh, he they were on punishment because while I was away last week, they were being a little rude to the babysitter and they were being rude to... She was being rude to my wife. So they were on they were on punishment. So they got no pizza on Friday, which is normally pizza night on Friday. And they got no TV all weekend. Mm -hmm. So now that he has COVID, uh, we don't have anything else for him to do except be on the couch. So now he gets now they get TV. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You had to, you had to concede, man. Come on. <laughs> Nothing we can do. Like he said, he's got COVID. Come on. Give him a break. <laughs> we'll give him a break on this one. Thank you, kid COVID. But that just shook up everything because, um, like I said, I, I travel tomorrow and my wife has a jam-packed schedule for the next week. So she couldn't take off from work. We can't have the grandmas come and help because we don't want to, you know, possibly expose them to COVID. So we're going to have my daughter go and stay with one granny and um, the other grandma is going to hook up the food for everybody for the week. So that's cool. And then uh, the nice. babysitter will be here during the day. She's a real blessing. I can't tell you, like, she's been a real blessing in, in, in helping us sort of figure out all of this stuff. I don't know. I honestly don't know what we would have done. But she's going to come and she's going to stay with him during the day. And, um, you know, I mean, really, she's not going to do anything except watch him watch cartoons. And mm -hmm. she'll be on her phone playing Candy Crush or whatever. <laughs> but, you know. At $25 an hour, not a bad deal. Yeah, why not? So, yeah. So, like I said, I was I was traveling last week, 
And um, I, well, actually, I have not really been home much since we left for Lisbon. I've pretty much been in and out of this house as if I'm just a visitor. So not last week, but the week before, I had a short trip. I was flying into Chicago, staying one night, then flying to Cleveland, staying one night, and then flying back to New York the next day. So I fly into Chicago. I do the shoot. I'm done probably six hours before my flight. Fine. I'm just going to go to the airport and I'm going to chill out there. Unfortunately, this airport doesn't have a Delta lounge, so I couldn't do that. So I just went to a restaurant, had something to eat. And I said, all right, I'm going to go by the gate and I'm going to just chill out there. Then as I'm sitting at that gate, they change the gate from gate four to gate eight. So I get up and I go to gate eight and I'm waiting for the flight. First of all, I'm on American Airline, American Eagle. It's a really small plane. And when I was checking in for $36, did I want to upgrade to first class? Oh, well, I, yeah, I'll take that. It's only, it's like an hour and a half flight <laughs> for $36. It makes a difference though. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, all right, take it, take it, fuck it. So they, they call, of course, they call first class and I got, get on the plane. And as the plane is just about to, the wheels are just about to leave the ground, I realize I didn't put my backpack in the overhead. I only put my rolling bag in the overhead. And now I'm realizing I walked away from my backpack. In the restaurant? No, in the, at, by the gate. Oh. I stood up, rolled my, my camera bag with me and left my backpack in the seat right next to me. I have to say like, when I was at the first gate, I had fallen asleep. Cause like I said, I was there six hours before my flight. So by hour four, I was sleepy. I took a little nap, whatever. They changed the gate, walked over to the other gate. I was feeling a little bit out of it. And um, yeah, I, now I'm freaking out. And I'm, I get the flight attendant. I'm like, I left my backpack at the gate. Is there any way to call for you to call back Chicago and see? She's like, now there's really no way for us to call the gate. But as soon as you land, here's the number you call. So I land. By the time I got, because it was a night flight, so by the time I got to Cleveland, Lost and Found was closed. So there's really absolutely nothing I can do to contact anyone to see if they found my backpack. So now I'm fucked, right? Whatever. All right. I'm just going to go to the rental car place. I'm going to get the rental car. I'm going to drive five and a half hours back to Chicago and get my backpack, right? Fuck it. And then I'll drive back tomorrow and I'll do the shoot. I go on the shuttle bus to get to the rental car place and I tap my pockets. Where's my wallet? <laughs> Where is my wallet? Wallet gone. So now I got no credit cards. I got no ID and I'm in the Cleveland airport. I can't pick up the rental car. I can't even take an Uber to the hotel to check into the hotel for the night because I don't have a credit card or ID to check into this hotel. I'm like, oh. I am so fucked. Yeah, you fucked. are moving like a terrorist right now. Yo, what the fuck? Jack Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> so this nigga, Mr. Bauer. <laughs> Whoa. So I call All I had was a cigarette lighter and a new point. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I smoked a cigarette. I'm 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 fucked up now. So I don't even know what to do. Like I'm I'm 
in a daze, like I'm kicking myself. How can I do that? Like, what was I thinking? Where was my head? And I can't, I can't think straight. So I'm like, let me call my wife. Let me, let me, let me just, I need, a, I need a level head right now. Some ground. I need somebody to talk me through this. So I called my wife. Um, you know, she was, you know, suggesting this, suggesting that. And um, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sleep in the airport and get on the next flight back to Chicago because I can't chance that they're going to send me the backpack, right? Or forward it to me because I need it for Monday because I have another flight to LA on Monday. And I need this, I need my laptop because if I don't have it, I can't, I can't do this job. So, and this is, this is uh Saturday. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> this so, is an episode of 24 hours. Wow. You know. so, <laughs> so i call the i call the producer who's working with me and the producer and writer who's working with me working with me on this book project that i'm going to cleveland for and i said look i have to cancel tomorrow's shoot because i have to fly back to chicago and get my my backpack i don't know for sure that somebody didn't take it but if it's there i have to go get it tomorrow or you know i'm, I'm shit out of luck so she calls a hotel and figures out that they will they will accept my electronic because I have uh, Google Pay on my phone. Mm-hmm. So they accept my Google Pay, a picture of my credit card and a picture of my ID to check into this hotel. Just call, see if they have any rooms. That place was booked, but they recommended another place. So I call this other place and the Ramada has a room. It's 0.7 miles away from the airport. Fine. I call Uber. I get in an Uber. I go to the hotel. Yo, this was a fucking flea bag, mm. rat trap hotel, dude. I was like, I was hoping for the best, but as soon as you uh, said Ramada Inn, I was like, Ugh. my man, sir, we have the cum sheets <laughs> flush for your room, sir. Don't worry. Uh, the mini bar is twenty dollars for a Coca Cola, and there is semen everywhere. <laughs> you do not want to take a black light into this hotel, Ugh. sir. Don't worry about the bed bugs; they will leave when you get there. It's a Ramada and it's near the airport. Oh my so, God. There's, there's been countless drug deals and murders in this hotel. <laughs> that weekend. Needless to say, right? But I'm like, you know, fuck you, it. You, you, hey, you almost, got jerk, you almost got jerked off when you went to the ice machine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the ice. I Love said, sir, I'm fine. I just need ice. <laughs> so no need for that. <laughs> And um, <laughs> she said, uh, don't call me, sir. <laughs> so I, I go and I go to check in the room. The first thing I do when I go to a hotel is I pull back the sheets and I look at the mattress to make sure that there's no bed bugs, no evidence of bed bugs. Look around the corners of the room, around the seam. If it looks like there's like um, small droplets of blood, that means there's bed bugs going back into the hiding place. So I pull back the sheets and... This mattress was filthy. Oh, I almost want you to stop telling this story. No, I cannot stop telling this story. <laughs> Let's end this check-in right now. This, <laughs> somebody did his mic. This mattress is filthy. I'm like, okay, obviously I am not sleeping on this bed. I am literally itching and scratching yeah, my back I am right, right now. now. <laughs> I am right now. Oh, oh well. my God. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't bed bugs. Frank it was bed bugs. It was a variety of, of stains and and whatever i don't know what else this i don't know what's on this bed this is 1992 
This is 2005. <laughs> it's like a, a double murder. <laughs> you know how a tree has rings and show yes. you how old it yes. is? <laughs> it's it's like another Ramada closed down and they got the old mattresses Yo, from over there. When, when he put back the sheets, all you heard was the crying of all the dead babies on the, on the mattress. Ah! <laughs> 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 So, so there's, there's a cushy oh armchair in the corner of the room. Not cushy. It's an armchair in the mm. corner of the room, ottoman and everything. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just go look. And I look at the chair and the chair has another variety of stains on it. I mean, it's a dark pattern chair, but it's it, you can, the, the stains are clearly visible. So I'm like, OK, I'm not sleeping on that. So I slept on the desk chair up. <laughs> I, I slept on the desk chair Blue. with my head on the desk and i covered the desk chair with two towels just in case and i i slept for four hours then i called well, I slept for three hours. Like you know who did the wake-up call you know who did the wake-up call the bed bug it's your wake-up call get up there buddy you got two more minutes to get out of here before we jump on you he just nibbled on my ear a little bit. Seriously, this this sounds like an episode of Fear Factor. Yes. It, 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 this hotel is Fear Factor. A Fear Factor situation. <laughs> so I called the airline. I was able to book a flight back to Chicago. And now I'm not going, I'm going back to, from Chicago back to New York. I get to the airport and remember, I have no ID. So how am I getting on this flight? Here is where clear pays for itself mm. clear which cost me a hundred nine dollars a year you know you don't need identification to get on it you use the retinal scan and your boarding pass mm. and you're through security mm. so had i not Look had i not had, ass nigga. <laughs> had i not had that illuminati clearance Granted, I, I wouldn't have made the flight because it could have taken up to two hours for them to clear me because they got to call Washington and make sure and do some extra screening. Mm. So I made the flight. And um, when I was waiting for the plane to go back to Chicago, the lost and found had opened. So I was able okay. to call and they had my backpack. Wow. wow. Was your wallet in the backpack? Wait for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, there's more. So. <laughs> They have my backpack. I go back to the airport, collect my backpack. Lost and found didn't open till eight o'clock. My flight's at nine o'clock, but somebody at the baggage claim was nice enough to go into the room and find my backpack, look through it while it's not in there. So I'm thinking I'll wait at lost and found until the last possible moment. And then I'll have to go to the gate. So I go to the gate. <laughs> And um, no wallet. The, the woman who was working lost and found didn't come back in time. And so I'm just like, oh, well, I, I just don't have my wallet. But I'm checking my accounts to see if anybody's charging or trying to take money out. Because if you're if you're a thief and you find a wallet, the first thing you're going to do is try to charge up. Right. Make some charges because you got to do it before they cancel the cards. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I see there's no charges. So that means that somebody found it and is probably going to return it. So I didn't cancel any of my credit cards. I didn't try to get a new license. I was just like leaving it. I'm feeling like I'm feeling lucky. I get back home and about two months ago, we finally closed on the apartment and someone else now owns it. And I get a text from her. He's, hey, this is Dana from your old apartment. I just got a FedEx and it has your wallet in it. 
Wow. Somebody FedExed because my driver's license still has my old apartment, um, mm-hmm. has my old address on it. So somebody FedExed my wallet back to Wow. Pro- so I've been made whole. Look at God. Look at God. And I, I bet I know who it was. FedEx. Who who it was the woman at the ice machine. <laughs> <laughs> You ran off so quick. You dropped your wallet, honey. You left me with a handful of jizz in a fucking wallet. You ran so quickly. Next time, don't leave so fast. I'll come so soon. Oh, my God. What that's, an animal. Oh, my God. That, what a great story. Wow. Man, Um, that was an adventure. And I, and I, I felt like such a fucking fool, like walking away from my from something that that's uh, uh, always attached to me. I don't know where my head was. I don't know what kind of fog I was in. Your wallet and your backpack. Son, wallet you and my backpack. You are so it turns out I left my wallet in the restaurant when I went to go get something to eat. I paid for my food and left my wallet on the table. So they, wow. the the restaurant probably found it and, and they FedEx it. it wow, mm. you lucky. Yeah, very was good. There a note in it. No, nothing. Wow. Nothing. Here's Although, my number. Here's what's sketchy is that <laughs> is that the five, woman five, who, five. <laughs> the, the woman the woman that now has the apartment, she opened it. She opened the FedEx and it had my name and address on it, right? So what? That is a little weird. And then inside they put an envelope inside the FedEx envelope and she opened that too. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to find out what's in here. What's yeah. this? His Federal wallet? offenses aside, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to open this up. In I'm not going to rat her out. But in know. another month, in another month, you can be like, what's all these Amazon charges I'm getting? <laughs> Fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dope, though. Yeah, you're a lucky person, man. Yeah, man. And the $12 I had in my wallet was still in there. <laughs> mm. Wow. Wow. No, I really wish I could find the person that, that turned in my, my wallet because I, I would have, and my you backpack. Know, Sometimes, sometimes, they, sometimes, listen, she's there. I'm good. I'm good. Sometimes <laughs> I'm not I tell going you, back to Cleveland. It's not the letter the Ramada in, it is Jesus that <laughs> yeah. is doing the miracles for you. <laughs> and I got to go back to Cleveland because I got to reschedule this shoot. Wow. wow. Cleveland. But I'm, I'm going in in the morning and coming out at night. Okay. That's what Jesus I'm, I'm not staying there. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's my check in. You are now listening to Decoding 40. What's good, people? This is your boy, L.O.Dot, a.k.a. The Ad Man. If you like this show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. What's been going on with me? Uh, You know, everything's uh, chill. I uh, started, I actually start school this week for the Merritt College so I can get my IT uh, I guess my IT certification yeah. and I can get myself a better job than driving Uber. But to uh, talk about the uh, podcast, we didn't talk about that last time, last show. We did not because we hadn't gone. All right. So listen, uh, we flew down to Atlanta. Uh, me and Elle flew down to Atlanta. I was on a later flight. I flew out of Newark Delta Airlines. Luckily, it was only a two-hour flight, so I didn't really have to uh, endure any suffering uh, from people putting their seat back and things like that. I had this real, real old man who was sitting in front of me 
And all I kept thinking about was when we land, he's going to be in front of me and it's going to take an extra five minutes to get off the plane. And he was really fucking old. But luckily, the I, whoever he was traveling with, I guess the son or whoever was like made sure that he got up out of the way of the people that he was blocking in the seats. Like he didn't want he got him, he got him to sit in his seat and he stood up so everybody can go get off the plane instead of waiting for the old man to get taken off the plane, which was a good thing because he was really, really old. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and I don't got time for that shit. I really don't. Um, that's elderphobic, man. That's oh, elderphobic. Yeah. Everybody can empathize with the fuck I'm talking about. They can, they can understand what the fuck I'm talking about. You don't want to be behind the old man. They, they got to get the chair for the old man. They got the oxygen tank, all that shit. Anyway, so uh, get down to Atlanta. One of my, uh, my homegirls picked me up from the airport. And we hung out. We went and got some food. Had some. We had some soul food. Really good food from the spot. I can't think of the, the name of the spot that we went to, but the food was really, really good. So we ate. And next thing, you know, I, I we we she goes, well, let's go to this bar near where I live. All right, fine. We go down to the bar. Nice little bar. The the bar was very. The owner of the bar was a ex New Yorker. So the bar had a very Brooklyn flavor to it. Kind of like um. Not Bedvine, not Moe's. What was the other spot that we used to go to that had the leather chairs? And what spot was that, Rick? Bedford Arms or like Bedford? Yes, Manor? something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. was something like that. Anyway, so the, the, the setup was like that. I decided to have a, um, you know, a challenge with Uncle Nearest. <laughs> and Uncle Nearest is always, always undefeated. Mm-hmm. And I think the the last count, I, I, what my own girl told me it was, I think I might have had seven Uncle Nearest. Nah, yeah, she said I must have had about seven of them, I, and I don't think I had seven. I might have had about five at least. So that means you had eight, <laughs> son. I don't know. Well, let me tell you what happened. So we're sitting there, <laughs> we're drinking, we're all laughing and having a good time. The bartender's bringing back, you know, the heavy drinks. And they were heavy pours. It was like, mm. you know, like you get a, 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 a Uncle Nearest on the rocks up here. It's not even half the glass. Up there, like the shit was almost the top of the glass. Like he was heavy pouring all night. At one point, I said, I need some air. And I and I leave the bar and I have my phone in my hand. And for whatever reason, I look up the block. And what catches my eye is like these chairs that were just sitting outside of some cafe over there. And I decide that that's where I want to go sit down. So I walk up the block and I sit down on the chair. I begin to look at my phone. And the next thing I remember was being woken up by my friend. (laughs) So I can go back in the bar, finish my drink and pay for my bill. Apparently, I fell asleep outside at, at this other establishment. I woke up the next day. I had this scar on my elbow, so I don't know if I fell or what happened. Oh, wow. Listen, I got really, really, really drunk that Friday night and wound up chilling, getting back to L and being really, really, really hungover and having to go to that uh, <laughs> the the podcast thing. Mm. And being like, oh, I didn't feel like going. I was really, I was really hung over. Well, let's, let's, back, let's, let's back up for a second. Uh-oh. Because, <laughs> because <laughs> seriously, you could have gone missing. 
<laughs> Clearly. Bro, you could have gone missing because you lucky you only went up the street and not around yeah, the corner. Right. Yeah, true that, true that, true that. But yeah, I have been wandering the streets of Atlanta. You don't know where you are. Listen, <laughs> you still that drunk. Uncle Nearest was he was talking to my age, like, go ahead and have another one. Go ahead and have another one. Go ahead and have another one. I've never seen you drink that heavily. But the thing is, is that it, well, except it, when we're podcasting. Yeah, but I I wasn't really feeling it because I had already li- I already lined my belly with a soul food food meal. I had mm-hmm. chicken wings, greens, macaroni and cheese, uh, some yams. So my belly was ready for the liquor. Mm-hmm. So like three or four drinks in, I wasn't really feeling it. By the time I had hit the fifth one, it was like I already turned the corner. Mm-hmm. I had already turned the corner, and Uncle Nearest was just say, "Come on in and hang out with me for a little bit." <laughs> Yo, this dude texted me, was like, I'm smashed. Then he texted me about 15 minutes later, the car is smashed. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I call him and he's like, yo, yo, I'm smashed, bro. I'm, yo, I'm drunk. I am drunk. So I go, yo, and he can't hear me. So I go, look at your text. What? Look at your text. <laughs> what? I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> what? Okay. Look at yeah. your text. Look what you just texted me. And he said, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I get a text five minutes later. This dude puts LOL. He said, no, me. I'm smashed. Oh. Not the <laughs> so I was glad he was safe, though. But uh, yeah, yeah he, man, he, it, he it was. He went it was a. It was it went I went hard. And then uh we go to the uh Black Effect podcast, I guess a, a convention or whatever you want to call it. Festival. Festival. <laughs> um everything else said was correct. I mean, they didn't have enough vendors. The bathrooms were very clean though. That was a good thing. Yeah, that was that was a definite bathrooms are very, very They need more very, bathrooms for women though. Yes. That line they, was out was of a little crazy. They could have they could have used another two one or two of those um portable bathrooms, but they were very clean. So that was a plus. Again, they needed more food trucks. And like L said, we were looking for a more of a, a meet and greet type of style of, you know, having conversations with with creators and things of that nature who are in the podcast space to help other people and, you know, further people's careers. So you, there wasn't really none of that. Like I said, I was able to have a conversation with one or two people there and, you know, um, make some connection. You actually made it into someone else's video. Uh, yes. One of the podcast. You saw that. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. But I, yeah, I, I, sent, it, I sent it in the uh, group chat on, on okay. the IG. All right. I'm um, at it. Yeah. Because I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, this dude actually made it in their video. Yeah. Somebody somebody started taking it. I had, so I had a conversation with these cats from uh, they were from Atlanta. And it was two guys who were in the podcast game. I think their whole thing was whiskey and, and cigars, too. So they had like a whole similar type of energy. Cool dudes. One was a comedian and the other guy was, I forgot what he he said he was into, but, you know, around our age, gr- age group. Yeah. This is Trap know, so. Nerds podcast, by the way. Okay. What's that? Trap Nerds podcast. That's, that's, who, dude, that's who has. Oh, that that's the that's the one we got into. OK, because yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those are the guys who were exactly they had asked questions. Uh, what is your favorite video game character? And I was like, well, I don't you know, I play Call of Duty and I don't have a particular character that I play with. And it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, true. You know, the characters do change from season to season. So these dudes was like really into the video game shit, okay. but, which is cool. So then I uh, we went to the podcast thing. I left about 430 because I was just feeling like. 
stir fry shit. I had been drinking water. Yo, L was drinking whiskey and the smell of it. I didn't even want to smell whiskey. The dude didn't even want to stand next to me. He was, I was like, like oh. the smell of that is like really. My God, I, I couldn't drink enough water. I couldn't drink enough water uh, at that point. And so then I wound up leaving about 4.30, caught an Uber back and um, got back to the uh, back to the spot where we were staying and had ordered some fucking Chick-fil-A. And that shit came. I devoured that and like went to sleep. I was just feeling like like shit after that, you know, that night, that Friday night. And then Sunday I had an early morning flight. I had a, an, another crazy Uber ride. To, to the airport, which was cool. Like, the guy was really cool. He would not stop talking. And I'm like, mm. dude, it's 5 in the morning. But people are friendly down there. They're going to have a conversation with you. They converse with you. So then got dropped off the airport. I got through TSA coming back to uh, Newark in, like, 10 minutes. Mm. I have never gotten through TSA that quickly. And even the dude that dropped me off was like, damn, you're getting here at a good time because normally it's, it's a line just getting up to the airport to drop somebody off. Yeah. So I got through I got through everything in like like I would say maybe ten to fifteen minutes max. I'm at the gate, got home, and it was raining when I got got home. And then you know the rest of the week I just been kind of chilling, man. You know, getting ready for like I said earlier to do this school thing. You know, I'm excited. It's fourteen weeks, and at the end of it I'll be certified. But they, you know, it's it's not going to be an easy uh you know one two three. Give me my certificate. So I'm looking forward to the challenge and. uh changing uh you know my my trajectory here nice my dream is to be working from a laptop somewhere so that's that's what i'm that's my goal right now awesome man. and that's my check-in merch drop what's up y'all we need y'all to support this podcast pick yourself up a t-shirt pick yourself up a hoodie they're soft they're poly tri-blend luxurious warm they're furry on the inside they're really plush you can sleep in them your wife can sleep in it your daughter can steal it and she can sleep in it go over to decoding40pod.com and get yourself a t-shirt hoodie whatever you like decoding40pod.com fox news and cnn apparently decided to do a reboot and fired i mean for fox news their number one guy tucker carlson or we call him fucker and CNN dropped Don Lemon. So uh, what is going on at these two uh, news uh, outlets? Here's what I know about the Fox and Tucker situation. So you guys know that Dominion. 800 million. <laughs> yeah. Who put out the voting machines, took Fox to court for, what was it? Uh, 1.6 billion. Right. Yeah. They got what, was, under what were they suing them for? Was it? Uh, Defin- I think it was defamation. defamation of character and all those other. Is things. it defamation of character when it's a business though? I don't know because they were they were kind of attacking the business. Uh, it was defamation. 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 It was defamation. Yeah. So anyway, um, it it was revealed that uh, Tucker in private text messages was saying the opposite of what he was saying on the air, which right. was in support of this uh, conspiracy theory that. Dominion machines were being manipulated to create votes for Democrats and particularly Joe Biden. So I think now that they had settled for half of what they were going for, I think Fox was like, listen, man, you have to tone this shit down or we're going to let your ass go. And he was like, I'm the number one kid around here. I ain't toning shit down. Smacked him. Then (laughs) (laughs) then they fired him. Um, Well, no, they... (laughs) 
and it's, it's not as close. It's, it's a little bit, a little bit more to the story than that, but it's probably somewhere close. To that. <laughs> um, my, well, my he's got lawsuits. Is. He's got lawsuits coming at him, and Fox didn't want to k- pick up the bill because Dominion and it's like I think two or three other companies that are in the voting business that they that Fox defamed during this whole situation mm. and their their actual lawsuits from Dominion against Tucker. Mm. So that's something that, you know, if he loses and he's still an employee, he can then say, well, you guys got to pay it because I was a part of your whole fucking yeah. of your employee here. So I well, think if, they, if they're suing him personally, they wouldn't be responsible for that. But I'll tell you why no, but they, he'll, he'll come back and say that he was doing it mm-hmm. as part of his as his job. Right. Then, he, then he'll have then he'll have to. Sue right. Fox. Right. Yeah. Like nah, we Long court battle. They don't give a shit about that. <laughs> Here's what I think happened. Tucker's ratings started slipping or his his sponsors started backing out. Yeah, I think that's what it was. If Fox was making money hand over fist like they were before with Tucker telling all these lies, they'd have kept him mm-hmm. and got their money back up and then fired him. <laughs> but right. Tucker's not as hot as he used to be. <laughs> you ain't hot in the streets no more, boy. Not especially how he's talking shit about pussy ass boy, pussy ass, pussy ass motherfucker. You imagine your favorite show, and you're you're like you're like a big fan, big fan. I, I love this guy, and then he's like, "This audience ain't shit. They're dumb as rocks. Mm. I pussy hate ass. Trump." What broke his heart? Mm. Yeah, his ratings are gone. His ratings were through. The, I don't know what happened with Don Lemon though. Yeah, that's well, you know they're, what they're blaming the black? interview that he had the week before with the this Paragon. presidential uh, candidate, which is this presidential race is going to be a true circus. So this guy gets on television and starts talking about how the NRA is responsible for restoring the rights of black people through teaching them how to shoot and getting them what? guns. Right, the candidate. Yeah. And this is an Indian dude, and oh, that guy. So, and, he, and he's he's he continues to kind of repeat this narrative about the NRA supporting black people throughout after the Civil War. I had to watch this thing like several times, and I could not put it down because I'm like, I, how is it possible that someone in 2023 can get in front of a microphone and speak such foolishness? With such confidence, that's the part that kills me. Like, are you serious? Sit down and turn. Why are we even listening to this guy? And he, he's a presidential uh, candidate, like I said. So I, I believe this is the same Indian idiot who said that um, affirmative action helps to create hatred against black people hmm. because they're taking things away from other people who are deserving and who have worked hard for it. Meaning the black people who got the job didn't work hard or deserve right. an opportunity. And, and I'm like, okay, immediately. I don't I don't want to uh digress too much, but this also reminds me of this black dude. I think he's in North Carolina who is saying that black people should not get reparations and should be happy. Actually sh- should be paying reparations. Um oh, what? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's going to be a weird electoral season. Who are we supposed to pay reparations to? To white people. For what? For allowing us to stay in this country. Oh, my God. I wish the drop squad was real. Hold up. I'm telling you, it's about to be so nuts. Dear sir, I would like to thank (laughs) you for letting me be in your white land. (laughs) 
the air is so fresh here and you smell like lemons. I think he's running for governor. He's a lieutenant. He's the current lieutenant governor of the state. He's a lieutenant governor. Yeah. And I'm he's just... and he's talking that shit. And, and it's a black al- dude. And he's already a lieutenant governor. Oh, come on, man. How did he get to that location? How did he get in there? Oh, my God. They must love him at the parties. Come in here, Johnson. Dance like a monkey. I, I don't know what to think of Lemon right now. So did he get on him? Is that what the problem? Yeah, so uh, Don pushed back several times and was like, <laughs> I like the part. There's one part when he says, he's a, he says, listen, I, I can't think straight with you guys in my ear. What did you say again? <laughs> <laughs> he was black and easy in that in that moment, but uh, that I basically he was pushing back, saying um, what he's saying is nonsense, and as a and he was basically being insulted as a black person. You telling uh, this this gentleman telling a black person that uh, black people have not basically had to fight for their rights since the Civil War. Wow. And so he's like, so you're discounting the civil rights movement, reconstruction and all of this. And then the guy tried to flip it and say, you know, this is a conversation that we all should have, be able to talk about and honest and open. And it's like, we can, but you got to talk with facts and you got to be right. accurate and got to tell the truth. Factual not with this misinformation. Factual. So it, it is going to be crazy. But Don Lemon, I apparently, matter of fact, Don Lemon and Sucker Carlson got the same attorney to um fight their uh contractual situation so mm. well they'll shit, both they be fine they didn't even from what they said uh when he tweeted that he got fired that he didn't even know he was going to get fired he, he had no idea there was nothing other than i think they didn't even tell him they called the nigga on the phone or some shit like that they didn't even tell him in person yeah yeah that's i mean about, that sounds about white <laughs> well i mean this is corporate america right yeah, Don, uh, don't even come in. <laughs> Tucker Carlson's not concerned about that little fox money. Because you know he's like the heir to the Tyson chicken fortune, right? Yeah. Right. He it's about power and 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 um and visibility. He's gonna he's gonna probably try to uh he'll go to Newsmax or come, he'll you know create his own oh, yeah, fucking yeah. lane. Yeah, there was um I think Oh, he'll get a podcast. Listen, he can get a he can get a lucrative podcast deal. Yeah, he'll he he'll take he up can the space get a of lucrative, uh, yeah. What's a rush? 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 Rush Limbaugh yeah. or what was the other one? Don Imus. That that motherfucker. He he's all wonder, in vain. I wonder if his non compete is um network television. But now that he's he probably fired, has to take a break. Right. Would that would that cover podcasts and and other types of media? That that's an interesting question because you would think the lawyers would be savvy enough to include that, but then. That's an independent endeavor, so maybe no, but it would still have to be on someone's platform. I don't know. That's he could do it. He could do it for free for a while. Yeah, yeah. So who's? But you know, you know the they like you said earlier, Rick. They, these good motherfuckers are gonna be all right. They're both gonna be all right. But yeah. what is what is the network new? Who's the heir to the throne? Is my thing. Who the fuck is next? Because if you fired two of the biggest mouthpieces for your network. You know who who's gonna t- who's the who's the heir to the throne on Fox? Well, like, is there well, somebody? Who's, who's the white woman that was on air with Don? Because I it, couldn't it, tell you. I don't even watch CNN. Poppy, Poppy, uh, Poppy Harlow. Is it Poppy Harlow? That sounds right. Her name is um, Poppy. Because she was she was Poppy. She was sitting next to Don, and when this exchange started to happen, she sat her ass back and was like, "Yeah, you are gonna have to fight that one on your own, bro." And 
did not say a word, sat back in her chair, and... Poppy, shut up. Like, That's what she got in the earpiece. Poppy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Basically. Poppy, don't say anything. Shit. Poppy, don't say shit. This is Don's fight. But shut why, up, Poppy. Why would, why would CNN be, be riding for this guy and his messaging? From what I've been reading, they are pivoting to try at the Fox viewers. So wow. they are going to start um, elevating... Getting a little edgier. Voices. Yeah. Getting a little more edgier. Okay. So it's all bullshit. And it's and they're going to be less newsy. It looks like too. So, well, uh, I mean, I, I don't watch that shit anyway. We don't yeah. get facts on on TV anymore. What are you talking about? CNN is all about fucking thunderstorm. Watch eighty nine. It's all it's all that shit. Exactly. It's all that fucking flashy shit. So uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know where what 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 the new angle is going to be. I think there's going to be someone to take these guys' place. Don should come on the show. Yeah, Don. Right, Don. This is a call. Come on the show. Let's get your side of the story. Don Lemons. Don Lemon. You can be Don as black as you like want this people, show, Don. Black people always adding S's, boy. Don Lemons, you can come on here all you want. It'll be nices and greats. Decoding 40. It's about that time where we come to the end of the show. That hour just seems to just fly by like it normally does. You know, an hour is not what it used to be. You ever notice that the older you get, the quicker time goes. It's already We're already in May. We're going to be in May pretty soon. This is ridiculous. At know. any rate. Um, yeah, you're right. It does move fast. It, it just fucking time just moves fast. any rate, what did you guys uh, learn this week? I learned that there are still some good people in this world. That's one of those feel-good stories. Rick had a lifetime story moment. Right. That was some lifetime shit because... <laughs> My life is HBO Max, nigga. That shit does not happen to my life. Was, <laughs> someone is taking my shit. They going to DR. Motherfuckers is buying cocaine on my credit card and everything. It's just, <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> the way my shit is. Uh, oh, my I God. Felt, I felt like broken into a many pieces. He had a Hallmark. Uh, yeah, he got a Hallmark situation. Yeah. Yeah. When everything was gone, I felt broken into many pieces. And now I feel whole again. I got to be yeah. back. Yeah. So what about you, uh, L? What'd you learn this week? Uh, I don't know if I learned it, but it definitely was reinforced. I am never staying at a Ramada Inn. (laughs) (laughs) That story was horrible. Never, ever, 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 ever. Do not recommend. (laughs) Zero stars. Do not recommend. I I guess what I learned that four is just right and seven is too many. Uncle Nearest. <laughs> okay. That when you too many. Go, when you go here yeah, exactly. <laughs> he had seven Uncle Nearest. That was too many. Swiper, no swiping. Yo, my whole spirit was fucking swiped. Oh my God. I'm the, I was lucky that I didn't get my shit swiped by just mm. being out there. But it was right. a it's a you know, the neighborhood is a decent neighborhood, so it wasn't any of that going on. But still, man, it was it was bananas. <laughs> he's so, homeless man on the oh my god bench. i'm surprised a fucking like a, a, a you know they got a lot of bugs down there something that fly in my mouth or some shit like that pause pause oh i need to um also thank uh franklin um my friend down in atlanta or actually in fairburn who opened her home her yes. beautiful home up to yes. us and accommodated us in a pinch thank you um, very much thank you so much beautiful home it's, it's a beautiful thing when you can just have friends who can take care of you in short notice so yeah the the village is strong yes it is yes it's beautiful home beautiful home 
And uh, that is another episode of Dakota 40. But before we go, I want to make sure and remind that you guys, please go to Dakota40pod.com and support a hungry podcast, please. Okay. We, we got t-shirts. We got hoodies. We got all types of stuff. Every Monday, L drops a new tea. He drops a new hoodie. He drops a new design. This guy is like, uh, you know, the Ralph Lauren of, uh, you know, podcast T-shirts here. You know, we, we. oh no, Ralph Lauren's <laughs> from the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ralph, make me a fucking T-shirt over here. Forget about it. Forget about it. It's over here. But uh, that's another episode of Corner Forty. Any, any last words? Yeah, just want to. Um, this show drops on May fifth or May sixth, something like that. We are releasing a limited time only at May the 40s be with you in celebration of May the Star Wars Day. So um, it's out now. Dropped it early before uh, Merch Monday. So that's what's up. Get it while you can. No doubt. No doubt. So in uh, those last words, I'd like to just say uh, peace. 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 Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Tune in this and every Friday via your favorite platform for a new episode of Decoding 40. Go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. But don't keep it to yourself. Spread the word. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40, <laughs> goddammit.